Welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast called Wisdom's Echo. I'm Ray Hughes. I'll be sharing with you today. Uh, here in Alabama, I'm sitting here on a rainy day. It's raining on my house. It's raining on my yard. And here I am on a podcast, and you're on the podcast. I wonder, I wonder how many times we use the word on in a day. I know, tricky little question, odd question. Nonetheless, that little word, on, O-N, it's in all of our vocabularies one way or another. It can be an adverb, it can be an adjective, or it can be a preposition. And as I said, it's kind of a tricky little word that makes its way into all of our vocabulary and sometimes completely overlooked because we just go right on by. And uh, interesting how many times we find it not only in our vocabulary, but we find it to be a, a really important word uh, to our success in the kingdom. And uh, when I think of the word on, I will see it in all kinds of places because I'm sort of watching for it. And I know you're wondering where this is going. Well, hang on. I'll try not to make it drag on. Hmm, walk on. Run on. Move on. Come on. All go on. We, we just uh, walk around that word all the time, and sometimes I don't think we give it enough. <laughs> I don't think we give it enough attention because it's on the way to something else. But when I think of hanging on, you know, hang on, but it can also be used in the context of, hey, guys, this is going to be a wild ride. You better hang on. See, I remember when uh, I first got saved, they told me, you know, that, hey, if you're going, all you've got to do to have peace and joy and happiness, and they gave me this big, long list of things. It says, all those will be yours when you give your heart to Jesus. Well, that means that I came into the kingdom based on a lie. Because it didn't get easy, man. It's more like being handcuffed to a hurricane. And you better hang on. You know, uh, we're all trying to find our way through this world and walking through this world looking for whatever success looks like to our lives. But, you know, success happens when preparation meets opportunity. And victories, real victories in our walk with the Lord. See, victory comes when God performs what He has prepared you for. I remember a few times that the Lord's, uh, uh, or many times, I'll say it, that I've been called or moved by God to do things that I was not prepared for. And that's where I found His grace more than sufficient. And sometimes it, uh, in, the, in the darkest days of those challenges, when you just have to lean back and say, wow, did I really hear from God? Or am I on this journey by myself into this thing? Have I stepped beyond His grace and mercy into presumption, and now I'm going to suffer the consequences of that presumption? 
And then sometimes you just get a real sure word that you will not turn loose of. And you know that you don't see the victory, but you know it's coming because you see the victory before it ever comes. You might not see it yet, but there's something in the depth of who you are that knows you had a sure word and you can't back off. And um, that's a dangerous place to be, but it's also it can be a very powerful place to live. Uh, I remember years ago, uh, I was extremely confident that God had really spoken to me to uh, carry out an assignment that I just was not equipped for. And uh, honestly, I, was re I wasn't really prepared for either. But I remember that when I went into this thing, I, I, I committed to the Lord to give it everything I had. And many times I had opportunities to quit. But I didn't quit. I hung on. And sometimes hanging on can be defined like this. Well, don't worry about the mule going blind. Just load the wagon. I, I received that as a prophetic word to my life many times. Don't worry about the mule going blind. Just load the wagon. See, if we fuss over the mule going blind, okay, so what? The mule is going blind. But what happens if then one day, suddenly, with it, in God's perfect timing, suddenly the mule is healed? He's no longer blind. But you've spent all of your energy and wasted your time fussing over and worrying about the mule going blind instead of loading the wagon. Now it's time to move and the wagon ain't loaded. I think we, I think we need to live our lives with a passionate sense of wonder and curiosity as to how God is going to turn this thing around. When we get a sure word, our job sometimes is just hang on. Another way that word is used a lot of times in our vocabulary is, is when we get in those seasons where it, we feel like it's dragging on. And once the hang on uh, is, is overtaken by your faithfulness and your ability to endure, then it'll start, the enemy can many times start dragging on, and it just drags on, drags on. You keep waiting for that victory, and it just seems like it's not coming. And it's dragging on and on. And that's where you got to just hold on to the truth that God's already spoken to your life and endure the seasons of not understanding. You know, it's, you don't know everything. I don't know everything. Sometimes it's not about what we know. It's about who we know. And because he is with us, he causes us to endure. Because we're enduring by his strength, coupled with our faithfulness. And another way we use that word is, you ever hear anybody say, well, you know, when you've done done everything you can, it's maybe it's just time to walk on. Or it, that could be used more like, hey, walk on, my friend. Shoulders back, head up. Don't be trapped in the try to figure it out. Just walk it out. You ever hear this one? Run on. And we, and we treat uh, our lives and our walk with the Lord as if it is a race because we're supposed to, when we get to the end of this thing, hear the applause of heaven. 
welcoming us because we were faithful to the end and we ran a good race. We endured. We held on to the promises. We didn't lose hope because He is our hope. See, when you, when you can't hope in the circumstances, sometimes that's actually a real blessing. When you can't put any hope in what your, cal- your calendar looks like, your expectations look like, move your expectations and your hope over to the one who can give you hope. Put your shoulders back, head up, and walk on into your new day. And there'll be seasons in your life where you don't even feel like you're walking with him as much as you're running after him. I love to speak blessings over children and say, you know, this one will always run to him and never from him. And I think we need to carry that awareness in all of our lives that we need to run to him, toward him, and at times with him because things are moving so quickly. We need to have that running grace uh, to run on. And then sometimes it moves past the running on, and we realize we're in a season that uh, we're suffering the consequences of former decisions and past circumstances. Well, I've often said that, of course, that the word grace, uh, the real definition of grace is a divine infusion of God's enablement to see to it that you fulfill and complete all of your purposes uh, that God has you on this earth for. And sometimes grace is also not just a divine infusion of God's enablement to do, but also it can just be God's a divine infusion of God's enablement in your life to help you just move on. Just simplify it. And leave the past. Leave the cir- those seasonal circumstances. Just, just leave them behind. Don't continue to revisit them and try to figure out what to do about them. Move on. Lest you be trapped there and, and, uh, and that become the lifestyle for you. No, move on. Here, here's another one that I find in our daily vocabulary, and especially around some uh, friends of mine. I, uh, you know, when we'll be talking, we'll be talking about the things of God and the Word of God, and and you know, I'll make some statement. And I, I was talking to a dear friend yesterday, and he's he's Welsh, and when I when I would say something that would excite his spirit or uh, alert him and uh, had any kind of of a revelatory value to it at all. Every time you say, "Oh, oh c- come on, come on, come on," and you know you, you hear that in in a lot of different churches, you know, in different uh, church culture, you'll hear that many times. Well, come on, you know, oh, come on, and it really it's it's like a these these are like people who know how to amen. And I, and I challenge you to surround yourself as very best you can on this journey with people that know how to amen what God is revealing to you and amen what God is calling you to do and amen your life when there's far more negativity than you know how to deal with. Just find those play, people that will agree with what God said. Because come on is just one more way of a of inviting you into and inviting them into your uh, agreement 
with, with truth and a tr- agreement with the Word of God for your life. So, again, I just uh, exhort you to have people around that know how to say, ah, c- come on, that's it, come on. Um, you know, I, I used to use that term a lot when I was training horses, you know, you know, come on, get up, come on. It's a, it's a, it's a phrase that immediately alerts change. And then uh, another word I see often used in our vocabulary is, oh, go on. And again, that, that implies leaving something behind and going on into a new day. Remember now, uh, two-thirds of the word God is go, and the rest of it is duh. I know that's a bit silly, but come on. Two-thirds of the word God is go. You know, God does not send us, just send us into all the the home groups and prayer meetings in the world. He actually wants us to carry that go in our in our life. Go unto the nations and unto the people that are lost and unto hurting, unto dying humanity. Look at the people down through the years that carried that truth so much as a reality that it dictated, it dominated their lives in such a way that they they gave themselves to the go of God. They were willing to to not really have roots and uh, and systems uh, holding them, they stepped out into the, the uh, wonder, wonderful lives of faith and did amazing things with the power of God because they discovered that when they go on, that He goes with them. And then uh, lastly, uh, think about this one. If we're going to be a people that hang on, even when things are dragging on, and we're going to find the grace to walk on and run on and move on into the new day. And if we're going to find the agreement of friends and fellowship and fellowship with God that says, come on, well, it is time to go on. But we're not going to be truly effective unless we learn how to stand on. And that stand on is, it sort of encompasses everything we're talking about. We're created to stand on His Word. We'll stand on His promises. We'll not bow. We'll not bend. We'll not burn, uh, as happened in Daniel's days, or, or Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego. They 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 understood uh, uh, the, the promises of God. Uh, Gideon understood the promises of God. David understood the promises of God. Um, and 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 the list goes on and on and on. And what about those people going across the Red Sea? You know, all they had to do is just move on. Don't spend all your time gazing back over your shoulder at the enemy that's trying to keep you from getting there. Stand on, walk on his promises, his prophetic words. Learn to war with the truth of those words. Learn to war with those words. And what it, what does that really mean? It's accessing that his revealed truth in your life. Stand on that. And when man or your enemies challenge you, I can tell you right now, if you, when your enemy challenges you, he's on your case. But when God will challenge you to do things beyond your ability, but when God challenges you, he's not on your case. He's on your side. So on this rainy day, on this broadcast, once again, he is on your side. So keep on keeping on. <laughs>